Welcome back to On Point, everybody. This episode is the elk-killing group that I was with this year. And uh, minus Royce and Anthony, they weren't able to make it on the show, so I'll have to do another episode with them. But uh, there's a lot of elk stories in here, <laughs> some trash talking, and then talking about some of the strategies that we all used this year and how it all went individually, and then also how it benefited us being really open and working together with what we were seeing out in the woods and how we all felt that we put more elk on the ground because we were working together collectively as a group, but we all wanted to fill our own tags. So uh, really cool concept here. I think we're going to try and do this again next year, uh, working together and just being really open with what we're seeing in the woods and uh, help each other out. So some really good uh, information, some cool stories, some good laughs, and I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. If you can, be sure to check out the uh, YouTube channel. I'll be uploading a lot of these new bow reviews coming up. Uh, you know, you're going to have PSE coming out here soon with all their bows. I'll be doing the reviews on them. Hoyt's usually in, like, November. So gearing up here for the, for the bow reviews, those are typically, typically my most popular videos. Uh, just type in Garrett Weaver on YouTube. I'll pull right up and just uh, sub if you want to make sure you're catching all the reviews that I do. I try and get those bow reviews out as quick as possible and uh and just give a good idea of what the bows are getting for speeds and performance and how they feel so outside of that appreciate you guys tuning in and i'll see you at the end of the episode bye <laughs> all right well what do you say we get this thing going guys does sure. anybody want to say yeah. a word yes she yes. said yeah perfect perfect well let's go around the table i've been looking <laughs> forward to this podcast a lot i even bought a new mic I uh, got the table for the uh, with the legs going on here, so we're we're all out for this uh, getting back in the saddle episode, kind of, and and uh, for folks that are wondering how this all came about, kind of a little bit of a backstory. Did any of us actually know each other before this? Just I mean, besides I like us, three. basically everyone. I, I think everybody knew me <laughs> yeah, through Waldron's. through work, I and met then you we kind of just once. like a week before mm. season. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I grew up hunting with James. Started hunting with you during spring, right. Brad and Penny through work, and then it kind of just blossomed from there, I think. Right. Yeah, I, I knew you through Tanner, and then I knew Brad um, through his cousin, and we had actually like went shed hunting once before. Okay, yeah. Cause like two years ago. You and I had not, like, never hung out or anything, Mm-mm. though. Yeah. And then Brad, I'd always heard about this Brad Powell from Anthony. About how he's killing big bulls and and uh, he'd been wanting to hunt with Anthony or Lowell something or so I was like finally when I got the opportunity I was like yeah let's let's meet Brad because founds out turns out we hunt the same areas <laughs> I don't know how we didn't run into each other yeah it's really strange uh, <laughs> I thought I had a secret spot and uh, turns out like three guys that ended up meeting all hunted it too <laughs> <laughs> right I don't know, yeah I don't know how we didn't run into each other but so let's go around the table starting with Tanner. Get some intros going. Uh, all right. My name's Tanner. Uh, I work at Waldron's. That's kind of how I met, got met, uh, met Garrett was through Waldron's. Um, started hunting with him this spring and mm-hmm. kind of just went from there. I don't know what else you want to do. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Grows a mean beard. <clears throat> sure. You know, whatever. Looks twice as old as I do. <laughs> Looks twice uh, as old. Know, yeah. It's all good. Uh, I'm James. I like basically grew up with Tanner and hunted with him, and then that's how I kind of knew got to meet garrett and stuff like that and you started bow hunting how long ago uh i've i've only hunted this is my fourth year hunting uh elk with a bow and then uh i've hunted deer i think six years with a bow okay 
Cool. So just you, I, this I, wasn't I, your first bull. Uh, I had killed year. one 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 before that. Yeah. Two years ago. Yeah. We'll get into that. Uh, this year's bull. This year's bull. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And Brad. Uh, Brad Powell. Uh, I think this is my seventh year archery hunting, and I grew up Roseburg, Oregon, and. So you didn't have this six or eight years of failure like I did getting into rosy hunting. You kind of hopped in with both feet. and. Well, my dad played a big role in that. He uh, He's a killer, and he taught me a lot. So had you know, I grew up doing this. And, uh, you know, as a kid, actually, I, you know, my dad took me hunting when I was probably in diapers. And I think around 15, I kind of got out of it, got burnt out. Until I was like 21, and then I started hunting again. Killed a mature buck, and I was hooked again. And I think I bought my first bow hmm. right around that time. And, you know, started hunt- hunting with Dad and started having success pretty much right off the get-go. But Yeah, I mean, you've, what, six bulls now or what? Um, Yeah. Out right. of like seven or eight years? Seven, seven years, <laughs> That's really yeah. Good. Well, there's one that <laughs> it, you can't really count. I've. I guess five, if, but the first bull I stuck, I lost. So oh. I ended up, you know, finding it three days later. Oh. So. Well, you still killed it and found yeah, it. I mean, yeah. good for It's going to happen. I mean, if you're a bow hunter, it happens. Yeah. So. I mean, we'll actually get into that here too because, yeah. uh, you know, I uh, had a mess up early this year. I mean, well, I don't know if you call it a mess up. I would take that shot every day, seven days a week, but that's elk hunting. So we'll, we'll get into that. And then we have Penny. Um, I'm Penny Powell. Um, I am Brad's wife. And this is my second second year archery um, elk hunting, and I started hunting in 2015, I believe, for deer. So. Hmm. And you were the videographer and yes. picture taker. Somehow, I just became <laughs> like the the camera woman. Uh, I really enjoyed it, though. So as as that was just like my designated job. Yeah. As soon as an animal hit the ground this year, you just Penny had like two phones in her hand. Oh yeah, I was just getting all the footage <laughs> I could. <laughs> yeah, you did a really good job. Uh, Thank you. Capturing everything, and and uh, I appreciate it because I need all the content and stuff. And yeah, that next day, um, after. Garrett killed his bull. I was thinking, I was so worried. I was like, once he sees how many pictures and videos I took, he's going to be angry, but <laughs> no, it's no, I, I still haven't deleted any of them yet. I haven't gone nice. through the 16 million photos you took. <laughs> we got a couple good ones. <laughs> there was some good ones on there. Yes. <laughs> so, so I, I want to talk to you guys. How do you feel? Even though, you know, and Tanner didn't get to go out as much as we did. And I would say that's why he didn't get his bull this year is because he just, worked you know yeah but um you know got off at six which is just a perfect amount of time to not do anything yeah enough time to run up the mountain and yeah. check one spot other night yeah it's like waking up five minutes before work starts and like, yeah what do i do yeah exactly yeah so you know with with a little bit better schedule i think we definitely could have found another bowl oh easy. with the way things were going but i mean how do you guys feel like this year went i feel like we were successful but we got our asses kicked yeah, yeah. i agree yeah yeah yeah, everybody we I talked to was like, hard year, rain, 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 and I, I want to f- talk to somebody. We're talking about maybe getting Shannon from Angry Spike on here, and being like, dude, we need to figure something out. Like, come on, Shannon <laughs> and Corey, yeah, Shannon, Corey, Angry Spike. <laughs> yeah, I want to figure out what these bulls do or why. I actually, I want to know why because I know what they do now when it rains. They shut up where I'm at, like that, or you have to get really close, and so. 
what did you guys find there? Because we were all hunting similar areas, giving kind of feedback to each other. When What were you guys seeing out there as your season progressed? So I thought, you know, I've, I've always thought that the rain muffles sound, and that's why you're not. You, you know, I don't. I always thought that the bulls couldn't hear you and you couldn't hear them. But mm-hmm. I mean, we had bulls bugling this year in the rain. I mean, bef- right before the rain. Then once it started raining, raining, they just shut up, and I right. knew they could hear me. So yeah, I had I had that happen at <clears throat> least three times where yeah. I'd, I'd get a bull yep. bugling, and and that front that next front would move in, and as soon as the rain started hitting the trees, it was like I was close enough that I could hear him. That even if he was bugling while it was raining, you could have heard it. Like you could still hear him. Right. And then it was like as soon as that rain hit, boom, he was done. Yeah. He's like not talking. So it was kind of it was weird. I can think of two separate occasions this year. I had that same exact thing happen, and it was like a light switch. And then if you get that break in the weather, they sh- they they would start talking again, but not as hot. But I just I don't know like. The weather was really not helping this year, and I hate to use weather as an excuse because that's just, you know, it's kind of an easy out, but it's a legit thing. Like, it it definitely did play a role from south coast to north coast. I talked to guys that were like, dude, it's, (laughs) I don't know what's going on, but I heard a lot of guys, like the day I dropped off my bowl, there was five other bowls dropped off that day, or mine was the fifth or something like that. So people were killing them, but it wasn't like the last week of season where you guys were getting into the elk screaming elk and then you know actually in your face action which i never got this year i'm kind of bummed but well it's like for me it's like you went out the one day hit those three bulls bugling which and that drainage oh yeah 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 so next day we went but me and you went back in nothing nothing we couldn't pull anything out of there yeah i could have been full of shit you wouldn't even have known yeah exactly (laughs) so same thing happened to me with where uh, brad ended up killing his bull i was in there Two days before, bugled into that whole drainage, drove mm-hmm. that whole area, bugled into that, walking in some of that, and nothing. And you guys went in there that, what, two days later, and you had three bulls bugling in there? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. It's like, what, for me, it's like, what what makes them bugle one day and not the next? Yeah. What changes? Because weather was pretty consistent for both of those occasions. So it's like, what what's making them, what's making them stop? Well, there, here, there's another example. Um, you had a buddy, that Brad, that was hunting the same area as me in, in that same drainage. I got those three bulls going. I went in there the night I killed that bull um, and was bugling, bugling, didn't hear anything. Thought I might have heard one. It was raining and blowing pretty hard. I leave. Weather breaks. Your buddy goes in there and gets, how many you get? Three? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, three. And I'm like, okay, the guy's either full of it or the weather broke and he really did that, that, that happened. And then I'm like, I know that's possible on that drainage. So I'm guessing it happened. And, uh, it's like, man, it's, if it's that fickle, you need to be out there every day as much as you can. And I think I, I mean, I want kind of want to do a comparison here. I hunted, uh, probably 20 days in a row after work. And then on the weekends, what'd you guys hunt? I think me and Penny probably hit it every single day. Really? Yeah. yeah um, Brad, so Brad went every single day, <laughs> and there was only one day that I was not able to go. James was able to slay a nice bull. <laughs> That's that right. Day. That's right. Thanks, James. You no, still feel like game. I like poached that from underneath yeah. you. But <laughs> not, no, not Had at all. your name on it, and I took it. How not dare at you, all. sir? I know. <laughs> Actually, the bull, so that herd, I had the, uh, located a bull, I think, three or four days before. And same thing, it started raining and that bull shut up. And James and I, you know, we hooked up and went up on the mountain and uh, decided to go back in there. It was, I think, the first sunny day we had since I had located that bull. And I was actually kind of skeptical about going back in there. I'm like, man, oh, no, 
if we should go in there or not. It's probably not even there. And James mm. was like, man, we don't have anything else to go off of. Let's just go in there. And we actually drove up the road and there's a tree across the road and I, you know, it's pretty late in season and I was just not feeling, I was down <laughs> in the dumps. I'm like, I'm not going to shoot a bull this year. So I got out and moved the tree and we drove right up that road. And when we got out, the bull was bugling right next to the rig. We didn't even have to locate it. <laughs> like so, the sound, the sound yeah. of the rig, like the set him off. And he's really? just sitting there screaming less than like 200 yards in the drainage. So, and, and that was a, you know, a nice day. And man, I, I think when those bulls are fired up, it doesn't take much to get them to come in. I mean, that bull was screaming and we, you know, we parked right on top of the damn thing. So do you think that rain would have turned him off? I probably, I mean, even that fired up? Maybe. I don't know. It's hard to say because that bull, so I located a bull, I think, earlier in season, and, you know, I thought he was fired up. I think he bugled two or three times, and then it just started raining on me, and that thing went quiet. I mean, like, as soon as the rain started, it went quiet. So it's hard to say. Hmm. I don't I yeah. don't know. Uh, that's that's the reason I want to get somebody on here that's like, yeah, that that's knows. why he yeah. shut up, you know? like Right. Yeah. It, well, the, the guy that I'm going to bring him up all the time, but Willie was talking to me. And I'm like, uh, I don't have a lot of experience with this kind of weather that we're having here because I've been over east like the last six years hunting Rockies and like minus last year's Rosie, which I hunted for one evening. And so, you know, there goes a whole season's worth of experience. I got shit house lucky last year. And um, I'm like, so what's this weather front going to do? <laughs> you can set it down. It's fine. We're all drinking beer and we have these uh, like rock coasters. And so we're all like, I'm being careful yeah, over here. Yeah, here. here. There we go. There we go. Okay. <clears throat> we broke Shot the ice. It. So we're having this. This is a celebratory podcast. So first of all, let's let's get the uh, cheers. Congratulations, everybody, on a freaking badass season. Yeah. Here, one more. There, one more for the road. Um, yeah. It was. It was just. Uh, and then I completely lost where I was at. What? Where was I at, Penny? Rockies. What uh, I, what Rockies I, and yeah. then celebratory yeah, so shit house season. Luck. Huh? Uh, it was shit house, shit house luck. luck. And and so I was ca- talking to Willie, and I'm like, what are they gonna do? He's like. It's going to be four days after uh, the rain or something like that. He's like, and then you're going to start seeing him come. Or he, he had this whole thing, the timeline, everything. It was four days, and then he's like, you need to be out there on the fourth day. And so I'm like, all right, whatever. And I wasn't wanting to go out and wasn't seeing anything. And then finally I'm like, well, I'm going to go out again. And and then on the fourth day it was like, holy shit, like they're everywhere. They are talking. It was like, okay, I want to, I want to find out why he knew that. Like how did he know that? And so – a lot of it's the experience and just hunting rosies for, you know, 30 plus years, but they live in the rain. They're a coastal animal and the deer love the rain. So elk are tougher than deer in my opinion. So why is it, why does it matter? Yeah. Like you know? the, like the days it. it started raining. Yeah. You could go out and you like, I saw like 30 deer in the one day mm-hmm. and it was like, why aren't the elk out? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like deer running around everywhere. Yeah. There's a day we had like that where Anthony missed one, um, and it's my fault, of course, which we'll get into. We're about to start shitting on Anthony here pretty soon because we're going to start getting into the pack. But um, So, yeah, anyways, I, I kind of want to get into let's, – let, let's actually start getting into these hunts here because we have four separate bulls I want to talk about. F- f- five? No, four, counting Anthony's, mm-hmm. right? So um, I don't really want to tell Anthony's story for him, but he's not here. So I had a bull going the night before. Uh, with Anthony, I volunteered myself to be shooter. <laughs> I was like, hey, do you mind if I take this one? <laughs> you know, cause I wanted to. And, and, um, 
you know, I was like, shit, I've, I haven't called Shooter in seven years. So um, I called Shooter. He, he was like, cool, yeah, dropped back, and then um, couldn't get the bull to come in, but I saw it was a good five point. Come back the next night, and uh, Shelby, his uh, his wife, is like, you guys going to go up there after that bull? I'm like, okay, this is not how it works. The bull is probably a mile away. We're not that good to single out a bull on the mountain. Well, I'll be damned. Anthony ended up shooting the same bull that I got on. He was within 200 yards of where we originally had him bugling. And uh, we walked up to him at 35 through the brush, and he <laughs> smokes him. Just smokes him. right. And it, he says he was uh, frontal. But the arrow went in one side of the neck and out the other. So I don't know how frontal that is. <laughs> hey, it worked. That's it, all that matters. It I was, guess. A, yeah. I mean, Ray Charles easily could have found that. <laughs> it was, it was, it was that red carpet. It was that. It was crazy. I'd never seen a blood trail like that before. There's a lot of blood. Yeah, there was, was enough blood was for like four deer. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think uh, James and I both. We got. Or actually, when we all dropped back in there, it was four hours after you guys shot that bull. Yeah. And it's still wet. Yeah, the blood yeah still you were wet. still yeah. getting blood on your clothes <laughs> on the trail as you hiked in. It, it was, was ridiculous. Nuts. It was ridiculous. And uh, but we, so we break. I'll tell a funny story. So we break through that and we get him to bugle, and he sounds like he's. You know how it is. Oh, we need to close another forty yards, and then we'll be a hundred yards from him. No, like we closed another forty yards. He was thirty-five. That's like typical Rosie right there. And uh, he breaks through the brush. He's in the lead, and I come out, and he's like. Gives me like the stop and looks at me. He's like, there's an elk right there. And I'm like, I already got my wind checker and I'm already puffing on it. And I swear to God, the bull's looking at me and he's watching my wind checker. Like, like what the f- is that? <laughs> I'm like, uh, we're busted. This isn't going to happen. And so I stand there with my phone, my, my wind checker. And uh, it took five minutes for that bull to turn and face Anthony before he shot. But um, 35 yards, he got him. Um, quad exodus for guys that are wondering because – um, we're all using different broadheads this year. Although somebody else used a quad this year. Um, I'm yeah, I'm shooting the Exodus. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't got to use them yet. Hopefully in yeah. uh, November. But good head. I'm glad that guys are using the heads that we tested good and they're performing like we tested. Yeah, yeah. Um, that we bolt. sold a ton of those this year. Did you? Yeah. I, dude, I told you. I'm like yeah, after you this you video. This on that one. Yeah, I was like after this video uploads, you're gonna want to order some more Exodus. Yeah, we went. <laughs> we went through. We probably sold more Exodus this year than I would say anything yeah. else. I, I think that Born and Raised video had something it to did. do with it. They were coming Absolutely. in and asking, "Hey, what what they use?" And I was like, "This is what works the best for them." <laughs> Where's like, my check? I'm gonna talk to Tom. Go, Where's my commission? Go talk to Tom. Brad and I, uh, Brad and I, we were waiting every day. We were like texting each other. Is the broadhead broadhead testing video out yet? And oh. then when it finally came out, I got a text from Brad, and he's like, "The video's out. You gotta watch it right now." <laughs> we're uh, we're pretty pop. We're gonna do a follow up episode with the bro guys uh, talking about that and stuff. But um, you know, in the weeds there, I'm glad people found use out of that because I used uh, one of the top performing heads. Had really good success with it this year which we'll talk about later. You guys use the quads. Um, Slick Trick Viper Trick, mm-hmm. James? Yeah. Jelloed the lungs. I did it. Totally annihilated <laughs> it. Yeah. It rocked, it rocked yeah, his world. That was impressive. Um, and what did you use? I uh, stuck with the kudus. Kudus. Or as Trent would say, kudu. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I've had pretty good success with them. Um, we might switch it up this next year, though. I'm yeah. kind of looking at those day six ones. They look pretty sweet. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you one before you leave that and an annihilator for you. You want to try those out? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, dude, I, a lot of things have died this year with those annihilators. I'm. Yeah, that's crazy. I was pretty skeptical on, you know, looking at them, but, you know. After testing them, I would have no problem putting them on, but I would do it with a heavy arrow. 
right you know which yeah. the arrow i'm using this year is 515 and that's the heaviest arrow i've ever shot but i, I think they're a good head and they're so non-conventional that people can't wrap their heads around it but they seem to be working like they say they will and so i like that but uh so back to anthony's bull it dies uh how would you guys describe it i mean in a shithole <laughs> james yeah. is shaking his head yeah, over yeah. there he's like dude well just put it this way uh <laughs> my pack out garrett's pack out and james pack out <laughs> added up didn't even Come equal close. his pack out so close. you can't no. even quantify it <laughs> no it sucked <laughs> it, it would have been th- 300 400 yards combined combined between our three pack outs to the trucks and it was how i mean i lied i guess i said a half what did i tell you guys you i thought it was like a half, half mile. mile did i say half mile yeah, yeah i was full of shit it was like a, <laughs> probably a mile oh it's super far least, yeah but downhill <laughs> all, like all down well yeah uphill coming out yeah, yeah. dude well that's and it then, that's a crazy thing it's like there was such that crazy blood trail and that bull still went that far yeah i think it's because it was granted it was like straight he downhill, went straight so downhill he and then he made it like 15 yards up mm-hmm. from the creek bottom but so we i call royce james or no call did me. you bring james you you, ca- you called me oh i yeah. did yeah you did you did call me tanner called tried That's to call because i was coming off the other side of the mountain okay and so you guys both called me and it it wasn't until i was like almost in town when mm-hmm. i finally got back a hold of you guys and was like uh what's up yeah you called me and you're like yeah. hey call james we got a bull yeah and then i was like oh, okay yeah and then uh anthony called brad and uh, you guys hauled up with hauled ass up there with the kids. Yeah, I got to <laughs> thankfully now I'm thankful sit that one out in my nice so cozy truck. <laughs> uh, so everybody's there. What time did you guys get there? Uh, you called me like nine thirty. Was it that late? Yeah, Because yeah. I was about to fall asleep and you called me. And as soon as I saw you, I was like, "Son of a bitch!" Don't pick up. I, I know. I, I knew I shouldn't have. And then I had to run home and grab boots. Run. Back in town to get fuel and then turn around and run back up the mountain. I think I pulled in at 11, 10.30. Yeah. I think you, you were there around 10.30. Yeah, it was like 10.30, and then we finally dropped in at like <laughs> 11. Yeah. Well, because I was like – I wasn't even sure if I was going to go up because by the time you called me, and I was mm-hmm. like way out you know, to get there. And I was like, dude, it's going to be like an hour, 40, like right. at least an hour before I get to the spot. And uh, I was like, yeah, they'll probably have it packed out by that point. So I was, I was like, what the heck? I'll, I'll show up anyways and, uh, you know, maybe give them a high five or something right. like that. And then I got there and you guys had just started dropping in. So I just ran down and caught I up. Just, and like, <laughs> I wanted to cover that. when I first met you too, James. Yeah, that yeah, night, yeah. You know, actually, go meet you. I think Anyone? Anthony took a wrong turn. Yeah, he took the wrong. Yeah. He took the we wrong started rage. to go down the wrong finger, and when we were coming back up, James met us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, not a that was not a good turn to take because that cost us probably twenty minutes. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> that was the first time I had ever seen James in the woods outside of the archery shop, and I'm like, I don't know about this guy. <laughs> he is sprinting <laughs> down the hill <laughs> like he's got bees after him or something. Like someone's <laughs> shooting at him. Like the guy is. I'm like, that is not normal. The guy is like so excited to help pack out. I, did you think we were already we were coming out? Yeah, I thought you. I thought you guys because I saw because you, you guys had what the front uh, shoulders yeah. um, already in the back of the truck or whatever. So I I thought 
like, oh, they've got the front shoulders. They're coming out with the rest. So I was like, I'll just sprint <laughs> down there and grab a pack from somebody. Little like, did you know. Yeah. The fun was about to start. <laughs> oh, dude. Well, so when we got ready to leave, too, we like all we met you all in the corner. Mm-hmm. So we're all sitting there getting to go. And you're like, hey, let's go. Well, Royce threw his backpack in your truck or an Anthony truck to go. So I'm in drive, gearing to take off. And all of a sudden, I hear Royce yell at me. <laughs> I like, stopped my quote. He goes, uh, my keys are in Anthony's truck with my pack. <laughs> Because I can't drive up there. Can I ride with you? And I was like, oh my God. dude, if I would have left you, you'd have been sitting here all by yourself right? until we got back. It was like a, we met you guys. I won't say where, but we met. It was like a 10, 10 mile drive. Yeah. <laughs> or no, nine mile or eight mile drive. Yeah. Pretty close. Two. Yeah. Yeah. So he Sucking about out. got sucked there by himself. Well, Royce made that pack out fun. Yeah, he did. I'm going to put that out there. Yeah, he did. Royce is a morale, Royce is a morale booster for sure. That was the funnest pack out I'd ever had. There was seven of us? Six. There's, <laughs> you can talk. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, that's what I said. It needs to be a video so you can just see my, uh, He's my nodding, nodding head. <laughs> He's, He's looking at me like nodding. Like, audience can't hear that. <laughs> yeah, there was, uh, there was me, Brad. Yeah, there's six of us. Six of us. And uh, it was still, it wasn't that bad of a pack out the weight wise, but it was just the brush was. It was so thick. <laughs> it was steep. But, um, so, yeah, we called that Anthony's Packout. And who said, uh, like, we're always going to compare Packouts to this? I think it was James or Tanner said that. Yeah, I don't like, remember. Uh, like, anytime anybody calls you and asks, is it worse than Anthony's, that's going to be the, like, the gauge for a shit show. I did that when he called me. Yeah. <laughs> he called me, I'm like, okay, how big is it and how does it compare to Anthony's? You're like, it's uh-huh. freaking huge, uh, not even close, like, negatives and i was like okay i'm on my way yeah yeah well who was talking to me i'm like okay it's either really good yeah or it turns to shit real quick yeah <laughs> i'm I like that's so elk hunting summed up right yeah yeah i mean he, he made it barely inside the timber like mm-hmm. five yards inside the timber but if he would have made it like a hundred yards inside the timber it would have been cliffs like mm-hmm. steep mm-hmm. but uh luckily he, he didn't go that far so anthony's pack out was by far the biggest pain in the ass as far as um, on this side of the I-5 west side that I've ever been a part of. What about you guys? Yeah, that'd yeah, be my worst. Yeah, nothing compares to that. I mean, <laughs> the distance alone sucked, but then you add steepness and then yeah. chest-high sword ferns and rhododendrons. and Manzanita you know, bushes sucks. over your head. Right. Like, Dude, The uh, I checked my bow after that hike. Like, I'm like, if my shit is still on, I will be shocked. But it was that bad. It was like I was just pulling my bow, and and I'm surprised I didn't pull something off. Or like I've always been worried about limb drivens because that line that goes down. I'm like, and it didn't get pulled off in there. I'm like, okay, I, I trust. I now trust limb drivens on the coast because that cord has always scared me. But um, what time did we get back to the trucks? Three. I think yeah, it was about three. I was starting to get a little bit worried because <laughs> I. I I told Penny we'd be back in an hour, and I think it was. I, I know. Oh shit! By now, though, I know that an hour to a man is like three, four, five. How long did it take us? So we got up there at ten thirty. We finally dropped one, 11, 12, one, one two. So when four we, and a half hours. When we finally went off into on like got out trucks and finally went in. Yeah. I looked my watch and it was like eleven fifteen. We finally dropped in and we got. And I took a quarter out. Yeah, and Anthony took a quarter out. I yeah, believe. you guys both had like had the quarters already. So it was it was the straps and the hams and the head, mm-hmm. and whatever scraps. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it took that long, and it wasn't like we were messing around down there either. No, I mean, no. Anthony led the way. Which, by the way, 
I have always told everybody he's got that retard strength <laughs> in his legs. He doesn't earn it. He's he was gifted that from birth. The guy packed out that head like no other mother. Did he like? It's impressive. We all probably had less weight than him, and he still kicked our butts the whole way to the he top. He did good. He did good. I, I took a video where there's just the sweat's just beating off of his hat. I'm like, Jesus, <laughs> dude. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Royce, like I said, Royce made it fun. Everybody was in high, you know, a great mood is the first pull down of the year. And, uh, it started Brad's tradition. Santa, oh, Santa yeah. Claus. I want Santa yeah. Claus. <laughs> yeah. Don't sell your XO. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't we get into that real quick? Is that, that is going to be like the Santa Claus carry is now a thing. So, uh, I won an XO pack on elk addicts a few years ago and I, for some reason thought it was going to be a good idea to sell it for a few, I think 200 bucks. Yeah. 200 bucks. And Just be quiet. <laughs> uh, turns out it was a very bad decision and I ended up packing out meat on my back all season long and it sucked very badly. <laughs> well, see it started when he went, you were running, just an old like Cabela's pack frame, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's a uh, I don't even know. Uh, let's just like, call it a pile of. You know, <laughs> I have it downstairs. POS. I think it's, you're welcome to have it back. Thing sucks. Yeah. And, well, you guys, you guys took like. Well, what the problem was, <laughs> it would have worked with a quarter. I mean, it would still have sucked. But yeah, the meat was boned out, so I spent all this time tying it on that. I frame. think you guys took what twenty minutes trying to get tied up like fancy and stuff. Stood, <laughs> and I stood <laughs> up, and all that meat just falls out and starts going off the cliff. And I had a freaking. I jump hear. And I grab hear. It. Oh no! And I'm like, oh, Brad's falling down the cliff, and no, there's like this huge meat sack just rolling down the and hill. And you see, like Brad, like jump <laughs> off the like ledge and just stop like a it. Cougar pouncing and just, on like, prey. Okay, yeah. guys, I got it. <laughs> I didn't know he could move that fast. So, yeah, don't sell the XO or, you know, whatever premium whatever pack, pack you, you got. Yeah. Keep them. It's worth well, it. Well, that was the other issue with Anthony's bull was where it died, mm-hmm. was you had no room to move it because he died, you know, in a spot, and three feet to the left was a 15-foot drop-off yep. down the other side. I mean, you had no room he for He died error. below a cliff and above a cliff. Yeah. It reminds like me. Like, on a, like a car-sized bench. Yeah, like you had no room for air for him to roll at all. Yeah. That was a pain in the ass. And it wasn't even like flat bench. It was a slanted a little bit yeah. too. So it was, <laughs> he was trying to roll down the hill. It's kind of how Brad's bull. Um, From two years ago. Yeah. Was only freaking like little flat spot on that mountain. Yeah. J- just the same. Yeah. Anthony's, I think was a little bit worse though. There was not that yeah. much room. No. Thing. So you, you Santa, like when we say Santa Claus carried, <laughs> let's get into this so people can get a visual. <laughs> walk, walk me through this here. So yeah, you just uh, <laughs> it's pretty, play by play. <laughs> you put the meat in Basically, the sack. Well, yeah, you, you can put the meat in the sack and just <laughs> you know throw it over your shoulder and ho ho ho. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Freaking no, it sucks. I mean, I think how many hindquarters did I carry out this year on my back? Four, three, uh, four. a few. Maybe I think more. you did basically all at Garrett's bowl. I did you one. Did you one, hike all my bowl out there? Most one, of it. I know. I think I did one side because uh, it was. Yeah. No, you close. guys had to hike a quarter out and then take care of your kids. I or think something. I I hiked well, out a hind quarter and then um the front with the mm. back strap and I think the neck meat. Yeah. Mm. Santa Claus. And then I had to go take care of the kids. But then on James, and you bowl, did you did both of both the hind quarters, quarters and then on mine I only got one. Yeah. Hmm. James was kind enough to <laughs> manhandle. Dude, I feel like a pussy. I didn't do one hind quarter this year. Because uh, you got uh, stuck doing all the butcher That's, work. Yeah. That's smart because it's, it's less work, but I thoroughly enjoy it. Like Brad thoroughly enjoys Santa Claus carrying his <laughs> back. Yeah. You guys are a perfect team, then, I guess. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty funny watching him go up there. I'm like, dude, he's going to get tired. And then he didn't. Like, 
It stayed on the same shoulder, I'm pretty sure, the same the whole time. Like you weren't swapping shoulders. I think I may have a couple times, but man, if we if I had to carry out a actual quarter on Anthony's bowl, I <laughs> I it, man. I'd still be down there. I think we all had about 50 pounds, 60 yeah. pounds. Yeah, maybe. I think I actually split my pack with uh, James because somebody know, wasn't all, carrying. Yeah, we were all getting ready to yeah. go. James was like, I don't have any meat. I'm like, shit, take some of mine. Well, everyone, yeah. everyone like was getting greedy. They were just throwing meat in their pack, and I'm sitting over there in my back. Like, my pack's empty, and I'm like, guys, I can, I can carry something now. I know I showed up late. I but. sprinted down here to help. <laughs> Got but all excited. Even with even like I said, it, it, it was nice having that many guys, and and I feel like I feel bad for Anthony because I told him on the way down, I'm like, dude, I'm glad I didn't shoot that ball. He's like, why is that? I'm like, because I want to owe this many people that big of a favor. Like, dude, he owes us even more now. <laughs> he didn't help pack anybody. That's true. <laughs> he helped pack yours, That's and that true. was it. Yeah, he was there for mine, but that was like he could have drove to it almost. I, I tried mean, to get you to. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't want no, to. We were deep. You I were deep trust. in the back country. That's Garrett. right. I thought That's we right. Yeah, yeah, we were six miles in, and yeah, it was it was Oregon Wilderness Coastal. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, God, Santa Claus carrying three bulls out this year. That's impressive. Well, that was when, like when on Anthony's bull. He's like, you know, I get jacked for just packing stuff. Like, I don't care. Because I get more deck for packing. I'm like, this dude's nuts. I'm like, he's yeah, that's what I thought. I'm like, like, he, I'm like he, he says full of that it. now. Like, he's full of it. And then he was like, on James's bull, he legit like would run it up the truck, come back, okay, give me another one. I want to yeah, go. Yeah, ready for Let's go. go. No, Brad, um, he is literally the kind of guy that like he would almost rather like help other people than like he gets more joy out of it. And mm. yeah, he's getting his hands dirty, I guess. He'll be like, Oh, I really need to get some blood on my hands. Somebody's <laughs> got to kill something. I don't even care if it's me anymore. <laughs> well, after this year, I believe it. Like, I'm like, okay, we'll see. And, and he took that first quarter up, and then he comes back. He's like, you guys got another one for me? I'm like, he's, he's not like, kidding. Come on. Hurry he up, really Garrett. does like packing <laughs> That up. was uh, James's bull man I were talking about. And he like, you like sat on that stump, and you're sitting there, and you like started cutting. And he did like two cuts, and then you like stopped, and you kind of just sat there. Like Brad, we're doing. He goes, "You're like, I'd rather carry than cut." This yeah, I'd rather, I carry. I don't want to cut. I'm like, okay, <laughs> give me the knife. <laughs> yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, that's pretty funny. I mean, I wish. I, did we get any pictures of Brad Santa Claus carrying something? Um, you know, I think I might have got a couple, I'm but post he was. That. He just. I don't know. They might be blurry because, like, as soon as he got that on his back, he was just like <laughs> off. It was like so his fuel. It was. He was like, yeah. I'm ready to go. Ho, 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 <laughs> oh my gosh so that's anthony's bowl we were back at the trucks at 3 3 30 that's when we took that photo that we posted at the tailgate and uh we won't speak for anthony but he really needed that bowl he, he'd been getting his butt kicked the last few years and and um I, I like i said i'm glad he shot that ball i'm glad i didn't shoot it down there because like i said i don't want to owe that many people favors so but you know he he will answer even if he can't go so who who knows? See, we still have deer season to help him repay back those favors, but late late deer season and your uh, late other tag we won't speak of. Right, <laughs> secret. No. It's a super secret. Super secret tag, special one. You know. So, <laughs> so yeah, second choice. Right. <laughs> <Shh>. <laughs> so who shot the next bull? You did. Me. You did. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I didn't really. Well, because because Anthony's was like. Right off the, 
the bat. Like yeah. he said, he had a he, good guide. Yeah, 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 he did for sure, for sure. Dude, he, got, would, he got the job done like super quick. Might have heard of him like should have yeah. point yeah. with, with I, something, something. It's okay. I, I want to bring Megan's not here. I want to bring her up because I don't want to. Before I talk about my bowl, I need to bring myself back down real quick. <laughs> um, Megan, we hung out for the first time this mm-hmm. year. What did she say after she hung out? You're a fucking mess. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait till you witness the Brad and Penny show over here. <laughs> so, like, so think about Garrett. Is everybody I've introduced him uh, through that I, I met him through work. All my friends that I've introduced him to, hunted with, they're like, we, you know, we douche. hang out. <laughs> he, he leaves and they're like, you know, watching all his videos and listening to him. He's got he's well put together, but you actually freaking meet him, and he's a goddamn mess. I'm like, you should try working with him at work, and it's. Yes. I'm like, every time he comes in, he's leaving yeah. wallet, keys, phone, tools. It's an Adam Sandler song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. I mean, and then um, you know, I am very PC on the YouTube channel. On mm-hmm. here, I, I drop, you know, F-bombs and stuff, whatever. But, um, like, Megan said she was watching her language around. Yeah. <laughs> so, Royce, the first time we hung out, he's afraid to cuss. And then uh, she's like, she said something like, apparently, I dropped my bugle, like, right when I got out or something. And I said a, a few bad words just because I dropped my bugle. I was like, oh, son of a nutcracker, you know, something like that. And she's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you, you just dropped your bugle. <laughs> you know? Okay, there was also your I called my bugle a cocksucker. That's what it was. Like, <laughs> okay, because you just broke the ice with that. Um, so the very first time I ever met Royce was the night of Anthony's bowl. <laughs> and I think that the very first thing that I heard come out of his mouth was that he has a small dick but a big pee hole. <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I didn't say that. No, Royce. Royce. I, I, I don't think I said no, that. No, Royce no, no, said Royce. It. That's yeah. hilarious. And he said something about, man, do I have to go poo? And then he ended up, <laughs> say, ended up saying like, something. When in doubt, just, just do it. <laughs> yeah, he said some – That yeah, that guy needs to be along every path. Guy, <laughs> yeah, that shit awesome. that comes out of his mouth, dude. It's like where <laughs> where did that come from? By the way, we will get into some some – X-rated elk talk here very soon with with schlongs <laughs> on on bulls. Oh yeah, I, mean, I had never seen that before. But long story short, if you guys hear where like a rocket ship's like on trajectory like ten percent of the time, that's me. <laughs> I get to where I'm going, but it's kind of a shit show on the way there. <laughs> well, um, so I find this bull. We'll get into my bull since mine was the next. And I'll try and make it quick. I don't want to talk about myself, but the uh, the bull is in a unit. Feeding with five cows. I'm hunting the area where I killed my bull last year, trying to get a bugle. And I was going to walk out this old road. And then I look over um, out this basically spot where you can glass. And, and I'm like, there's a bull right there. Like, holy crap. I'm like, okay. So I'm like, I grabbed the spotter. I'm like, I don't know why I grabbed the spotter because it didn't matter how big the bull was. I was going to shoot it if it was legal. And um, grabbed the spotter. And then I'm like, okay, he's a good bull. He's a giant five point sweet and so what should have took about 45 minutes took me 27 minutes to get over there and uh walk down and skirt this like road going into the unit and he's bedded just below the end of the road on like on the very edge of the unit uh 50 yards from the from the edge of the unit and i can't get any closer than 80 yards and um i'm not bragging about long shots i i'm more excited and more proud of my short shots but that's the only thing I was going to get on that bull, and I worked my ass off to let him walk off. So I uh, waited an hour for him to stand up. The wind was hard in my face, and then about 10 minutes before he stood up, it was like the Dead Sea. It was like, 
dead, like nothing. You could hear crickets chirping. I mean, it was like the bull stood up, cow stood up. He walked a few yards and then uh, nudged his cow in the butt and then was kind of looking around. And then right when I get ready to draw, he looks like right at me. I'm like, dude, I wasn't even moving yet. Like, what are you doing? And then uh, so I, <laughs> if you guys watch the video, like you could see me like start to draw. And then I just sit there for like, I don't know how long. It seemed like an eternity. But uh, draw back and and uh, 80 yards, I, I anchored it right where I wanted to hit. And I hit about three inches, seven o'clock of where my pin where I wanted to hit and, and it put it right in that triangle um, where it looks like a shoulder shot, but it's below the shoulder blade and to the right of the leg bone. And long story short, like pinwheeled right where a lot of guys aim. Um, I like to aim farther back for more room of air, which I used. And uh, he went 40, 50 yards and tipped over. And I got a hard, I call it a hard pass through, which means the arrow, uh, the broadhead passed all the way through, but part of the arrow is hanging out. And um, how much of it broke off? You found uh, you found the backside of the arrow. Yeah, I can't really remember how much. Um, Five inches. I have a video where Anthony's holding it. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Was not my phone though, right? Um, no, I think it was on your phone. I'm, oh. Um, it was like when you very first found it. Uh, Anthony's holding up the arrow, and I'm like, oh, there's the arrow. So I oh. have to check that out. Yeah, and Brad's like, oh, I found your arrow. I'm like, oh man, I smell an elk over here. I'm like, okay, I'm like. There he is! I'm like, oh, man. And and there was a bull that had been bugling right when we got there that everybody heard. I didn't hear it, but there was a bull that had bugling. I didn't care, dude. Like, I was so excited. I didn't care about spooking any other elk off in that area. And, uh, yeah, I was like, it was the best case scenario. It died where it was the easiest pack of the year, probably. I mean, mm -hmm. it was awesome. And then uh turned out to have um, – two small six points coming off the back and, and a devil time, which I saw, but um, he would have been cooler as a big five. I, I'm sticking, yeah. I'm sticking to my guns on that. But um, so Tanner was there, Brad, Penny and Anthony actually showed up on that one. And uh, <laughs> another dig at Anthony. And uh, yeah, it was just a, another fun, easy pack out. I don't want to sound like a douche on that. People, the, a lot of people can't relate to that, but it was, it was really perfect yeah I mean, it was it was awesome that bull died quickly um never got a pass through on a bull at, at, at 80 yards before that was new that was awesome using the day six 515 grain arrow using the regular day six the small day six and um shooting 261 fps so for guys that want to know but um so yeah so let's move on to Br uh james bull yeah okay walk me through that um we had so, like, you called me – what day did you shoot your bull? Was that a Monday? I don't remember. Or a Tuesday or something like that? It was like the so? 16th. It was a, I know <laughs> that. I know that because I've killed <laughs> – Well, I've, I've killed uh, two bulls on the 16th now. So, okay. I think that's, like, the, you know, prime time. So, I remember I remember that. It was exactly one year for yeah. mine. Huh. Yeah, so I think I think that was like a Monday or something like that because I had to, I was working. You 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 texted me and yeah. called me and said you had a bull down. Yeah, I like, didn't even want to Monday. go out that night. That's right. And uh, and I was like, yeah, because it was Cause after it was, the weekend. The weekend sucked. Dude. The weekend was like that was when it was pouring rain. Uh, like got soaked yeah. Saturday and Sunday. I went every day. I went over. I went a week and three days. So after we shot Anthony's bull, I should back back up a little bit after i shot or after anthony shot his bull it was a week and three days before i saw another elk and i hunted every day well that was i mean you'd come in the shop cold time then you were just <laughs> bitching and moaning this sucks <laughs> and then you called me like hey i got one you need help and i was like sure so we hopped in the truck and then you're all excited and you're like dude 
I about quit. He goes, if I wouldn't kill this bull, he goes, I was quitting. Yeah. Never, never going to happen again. <laughs> well, what I get from Brad every single year since he started is, if I don't kill a bull, I'm going to throw my bow over a cliff and I'm never going to hunt again. <laughs> on the way up, on the way back after meeting everybody, it's like, F bow hunting, F elk, and, and F this. And I was like, I'm done. And then if I don't find this thing right where she should be, I'm, I'm just – I'm going to Eastern Oregon. I'm going to shoot a cow. I, I don't care. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, and it, yeah, it, it went perfect. But, yeah, it was like I got my – ass handed to me for over a week and um didn't hear or talk to an elk for a week and then um just be like it was actually a while because there was quite a big time before between when anthony shot his and i shot mine there was yeah. like two or three weeks there mm-hmm. two, at, two at least two, two yeah. weeks um but between that um i had shot another five point fifty four yards and um when i shot him i didn't see any limbs but i nicked a limb on the way to him at about 35 and then um brought james back in there i'm like i missed i didn't i didn't hear it hit you know but let's go do the ethical thing and go check and um it was right before dark and i accidentally bumped the elk because i'm like okay i need to go find my arrow so i don't have to waste my time tomorrow coming back in here well bumped him and then took james back in there and there's another big bull in there um we were thinking he could be in there and then he was yeah we had Um, him at 70 yards yeah i had him at I had a little bit of history with that bull because yeah. I had I had hunted him with Tanner opening weekend. I think you had him at seventy five yards. Yeah, I had opening him, him and well, I had the that that area was just loaded because I never had him. I had the big five, the rag five, and the rag four, both at seventy. All yeah. three of them at seventy opening weekend, and I and then I think it was the next huh. that next weekend I had him at. Uh, 40 yards in the timber but he had mm. already been spooked by another hunter and so he was just i just ended up catching him at the right time yeah but he was moving and i had no shot so i had i had seen him a couple times and had a little bit of history and then when i went in there with garrett I, we had him at, at bugle and everything bugle yeah he was he bugled a couple times he was he was a, he was finicky he was he was a Very. smart he's super smart he he pressured by hunters like he was crazy. the most pressured bull we'd hunted that yeah year, oh yeah in for my sure. opinion and and not to mention there was what four other bulls in that area trying yeah, to steal his cows so he was yeah he was just so cautious that it was it was hard to hunt him i mean the way you and i did it was pretty much like we heard him sound off got as close to him as possible did a couple cow calls and i mean i had him broadside at 70 but i don't i, I i'm not comfortable shooting out that far yeah and uh but it's still still cool to have a little bit of Big history with, too. with yeah he's a really nice <laughs> ivory tipped five yeah like, beautiful bull um so we don't kill that bull we start looking for my arrow and I'm like okay we need to find my arrow so I can prove I didn't hit this bull well we find half my arrow about forty yards from where that bull was standing and I'm like and there's elk hair elk hair on it I'm like ah shit <laughs> like what do we do like so um didn't find a drop of blood it brained right after i shot that bull that night and it rained i think throughout the night off and on and it was pretty wet in the morning it was super wet in the morning super wet in the morning. and uh i don't know if that even would have mattered i found eight that bull carried eight and a half inches of my arrow off and um I, I was done i was i was done after that and then i called uh uh a few friends and and they're like don't don't punch your tag first of all in oregon you can't punch your tag it's illegal um you just cannot use it I mean, I don't know if you guys knew that, but I didn't know that. Um, I've heard you can actually get in trouble for falsely tagging your tag or notching your tag, uh, which you can't do this because now you have to push validate right on the new <laughs> system, but which is fine. But 
Um, and uh, I told a friend, and then um, I didn't tell anybody else. I only told like three people by this time. And then, and then I get a phone call from Trent Fisher, and and he's like, talk to me. I'm like, about what? <laughs> he's like, what's going on? I'm like, how did you hear about this? He's like, don't worry about it. Talk to me. I was like, dude, I'm going to punch my tag. I lost a bowl, and, and I'm pretty sure he's dead. Like eight and a half inches of an arrow in him and I know where my pin was and unless that arrow deflected he's dead and uh and he convinced me he's like don't punch your tag you, you don't deserve it and so through him and, and a few other friends and family you know I decided to keep hunting and then you know the best of situations happened I filled my tag on a beautiful bull and and um not proud of the fact that I lost a bull it's um freaking sucks anybody that's ever done it i still think about that bull i still wish i would have killed that first bull because i just hate not knowing you know so i set a trail cam up um right where i shot him it's beautiful well-used area high traffic area for elk and so i'm hoping to try and get some closure and maybe see him you know alive again but i don't know but uh that's that was my elk journey this year but uh, let's move on to James? Yeah, so we yeah, we never got Yeah, yeah. We we started. We we rabbit trailed. It's okay. Uh <laughs> Yeah, it's, those, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it poured rain that weekend and then like like you said that first like clear nice day. Yep. I think it was a Monday. We called it too on Instagram. I'm like, "You guys yeah. better be out today. Yeah. It's a beautiful." Yeah. Day. yeah. And you ended up you killed that bull and then like after that it rained again and I went out I'd gone out in the morning, I think, a couple times. I think that next that next day I went out, and it was the same thing where I got a I got a bugle, and then the rain came in, and you just mm. lose them. You know, they just stop talking. Up. Yeah. And so, uh, got a hold of Brad, and we're like, "Hey, let's let's try to figure this out because it's supposed to be that Thursday was supposed to be nice." And so, um, I text my boss, and I was like, "Hey, I'm taking." taking thursday off it's supposed to be nice i don't have much time left because mm. i was i was pretty like i was I'd, i missed a bull um nice five by six nice 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 bull it's kind of a crappy situation we tried to make craziest yeah it was <laughs> yeah. crazy it was crazy by it was far the, the craziest scenario we had <laughs> yeah all yeah year. like yeah it was stupid it was it was pretty much like pulled into a fresh cut unit and that bull standing out in the middle of it with cows and he takes <laughs> off running and i just happened to get like 60 yards from him and he jumped the string because he was he was looking at me the whole time and mm. so but anyways i i was pretty sure that that was my opportunity for the year i was like all right i had it that's I'm done <laughs> right. so uh got a hold of brad and we went up and we got a bugle like first thing Pretty much, I think that was the first spot we bugled off into, and uh, super faint, super far away, and the wind blowing like crazy. So we're like, all right. So we we literally spent half a day trying to f- find out where that bull was, hmm. trying to like every little nook and cranny. We thought we thought we like had checked everywhere. Um, and nothing. So then, like Brad had said earlier, uh, he had a bull going right before all the rain hit. And what, he bugled uh, quite a bit, right? Yeah, he bugled a lot. I mean, probably 20 times at me. It really? Just got, it got 
pretty late. And, oh, I mean, it basically put them to bed. It got dark on us, so we had to back out of there. And then it started raining the next few days again. So, so we went we went back. Like Brad was saying earlier, we we had like two spots we were gonna go, and we're like we can either go back to where he had that bull bugling, or we can go check some new area. And we're like, what the heck? Let's let's go down. So that kind of comes in the story of what we already said. We're literally pull up before we're like even out of the the vehicle. That bull's screaming down at the bottom hmm. and just going crazy. So we drop off into there and. Uh, cows were already up so he just took his cows and left and we could hear we could still hear him like way far away and the wind the wind kind of got screwy on us so we're like all right let's head back grab packs first of all <laughs> like grab some packs some water and then we cut back up the mountain and chased after him and then that's where things got hmm. fun and exciting because we crossed <laughs> through through one drainage and popped up on another road system and uh, we hadn't heard that bull in like quite some time, and he sounded far away. And we were like, we kind of knew where he was going. Um, and so Brad's like, "Hey, I gotta what? You stopped to tie your shoe and stuff like that." <laughs> well, I wore half socks that day, and my socks weren't even on my feet. So I was like, oh, "Once we get up here, man, I gotta put my socks back on." <laughs> <laughs> so we're and, uh, we got up there, and I sat on a stump. And I think the sound of me breaking that stump, that bull was right there. And really? Yeah, yeah he, he screamed. And, like, last time we heard him, he sounded, like, way far away. And then, huh. like, Brad sat down, broke that stump, and he was, like, less than 80 yards away. He had dropped his cows off and come back to beat us up. Really? Yeah. Which is crazy because I, like, I had no idea. Like, Brad was literally telling me everything that was going to happen. <laughs> And it, and it happened. Like he was like, he's like, yeah, that bull, we just, we just bumped like his cow. He's taking his cows away. He's going to bet him. And then he's going to come back and beat us up. Huh. And I was like, I, cause I had never experienced, like I'm four years of bow hunting elk kind of trying to figure it out. Yeah. Elk hunting to me had been like, oh, maybe I can find a raghorn bull. Crazy and like, ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Crazy ex-girlfriend is what we call it. It's the, it's the playbook. You follow them. You constantly call them, and finally they get annoyed with you and come back to you. You know, that's so that's that was Tanner and I's only playbook because that was like the bull I killed, my first bull. That was how I, you know, that's that's what worked. I killed the bull, so that was like it was either that or spot and stock because that's yeah. that's all that's ever worked for for me. And so this was like a whole new level, like the in your face. Yeah, I mean action. You, Asked Brad, my face was like, <laughs> looked like I was going to have a heart attack because there's a bull sitting there just screaming his head off, huh. you know. So we, we were stopped. Like, I was digging through my pack for water, I think, and Brad was, like, fixing his sock. And that bull bugled, <laughs> like, 80 yards, and we're, like, sitting right next to the road, a gravel road, <laughs> like – a skid road and that bull like pops up over the ridge freaking huh. huge five point mm-hmm. beautiful bull and uh i was lower down so all i could see was like his neck and just his antlers and stuff like that huh. and, i don't know brad brad can kind of tell more because <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah. he was involved a little more than i was because i was sitting there like 
that bull caught us with our pants down in the middle of the road. That's like hilarious. it was Yeah, it was bad. I uh managed to hit the only limb <laughs> and yeah. It sucked. Bull ran off. Clean miss. Clean, clean miss arrow was snapped in half, no blood, no nothing. The bull ran off and uh as soon as he ran off, he's screaming again. And uh, you know, I me and James thought about it. I'm like, man, if that bull's bugling, I mean, he obviously did, doesn't know what happened. So uh, <clears throat> we circled around and got in front of the herd, and uh, I'll let James, since this is his bull, I'll let, let him finish. Yeah. But uh, we, yeah, so we, <laughs> th- that went down, and, and uh, we ended up hiking. We hiked back and got the vehicle right, and then we we drove all the way to another skid road we knew that kind of cut through the mountain. And we hiked up in it, and then the wind started kind of getting screwed with us. So we're like, oh, let's not go any further. And, like, we bugled off the right side into the draw we thought they were, and they'd already crossed. I mean, they they were flat getting it. Really? And they he sounded off behind us and even, like, on the left side. And so we're like, oh, dang. So um, just literally ran down the mountain towards them. Hmm. Just full on run, full send. And... Uh, <laughs> We got to the point where there was this flat bench in the timber and kind of like up above us a little ridge, and he bugled off the top of the ridge. And we were, I mean, we clo- we were close. We were that last bugle before we actually saw him. He was probably what a hundred yards or so, and uh, so we stopped on that flat and uh, Brad screaming at him, and he's screaming hmm. back. And finally, he came down the ridge and. Uh, it's just he he came down and he was bugling and uh we had him at like 70 yards and then f- he worked his way up to 40 uh, but just thick timber no i had no good shots and it was fairly thick but it wasn't thick enough i mean those bulls when you're calling them in they know where you're at yeah and you know they're looking for an elk and if they don't see an elk they get nervous Right. That's what happened with that bull. He, I don't want to make noise because he could see us in that timber. It's open enough where he could see if you know if I bugled, he's going to pinpoint us. And <clears throat> I just kind of kept quiet for a while, and that bull walked off, got nervous, and walked off. And as soon as he got out of sight, I just started bugling again and breaking brush and check the wind is good. So we ran right at him, and uh, we <laughs> we got the bull to come in. Uh, I mean, what were we like? 10 yards from them that, that there's the a one, root, root the, wad yeah there was a big root wad like stump and the one time like we were down lower than him and you could see that he was like kind of on the ridge and he had like just crested over and uh brad kind of looked at me he's like he's like dude we got to just go for it mm-hmm. you just got to get back in his face because that bull you know like like brad said he'd kind of like got weary you know he didn't see an elk so brad like charges up the hill and as he's doing that, that bull comes back over. And they, they were playing like peekaboo with this stump. And they, they were like 8, 10 yards away. And That's that bull's crazy. like looking. He's screaming at him. And Brad's screaming back. It was cool. It was it was cool. I looking. wish I had my camera and was oh, there it to film that. It would have been sweet. Man. Yeah. But, and that was a big bull. You guys said that was easily bigger than mine. That, that the dwarfed the one I yeah. initially missed was big. But... That, this, yeah, this, that, this other bull, the one we, that James we got, killed. We got back into the herd, and that first time that bull comes down the ridge screaming, Brad looks at me, and he's like, dude, that's not the same bull. Oh. Literally, he was a substitute bull. Like, as soon as Brad missed the herd bull, mm-hmm. 
um, that one, my the one the bull I killed took his place <laughs> and like was screaming really? just the exact same. It was like that fast, like that's crazy. T- what five minutes maybe? Yeah, it. I don't know. I've had like last year's bull, same thing. I sh- you know I killed my bull and there's a bull bugling like thirty seconds after I killed mine. Man, huh. I mean it was. I knew I Penny heard it cough and. Yeah, there's a bull down there screaming with the cows right after I killed mine last year. So I don't think it takes long the saddle no, to move no. right in and take over. So so this guy was like substitute bull, huh. you know, herd bull or whatever. But um, yeah, we got back up on after Brad and him played like peekaboo for a second. Uh, that bull, again, was just kind of like kind of weary, kind of nervous. So he went straight to where his cows were, which is kind of a thicker uh, patch like you know, manzanitas and a little bit of thicker stuff. And so we just ran on that flat to where he was. And, uh, by that point it was starting to get like, it was starting, you could tell the sun was going it's down. It's like seven, seven o'clock is getting dark. Yeah. In the timber. Especially yeah, in getting, the timber. Yeah, yeah. In the timber, especially. And, uh, so we had, I mean, the whole ordeal was like an hour and 45 minutes of us screaming back and forth <laughs> him losing interest, us getting back up in his face. Um, uh, really really cool that's and awesome and then finally uh his cows were just kind of like all right we're not seeing anything we've had enough and they filed down a trail um at 30 yards and the bull you know tail end of the the pack or whatever as they the herd as he went by and brad stopped him with a cow call and when he stopped um i guess he stopped what short of for you and stuff like yeah that. i didn't have a window so it was like five feet short of the window I had, oh. <laughs> and the, but where he stopped it out though, where he stopped, smoking. I looked and I had <laughs> I had like a stump next to him, and then I had just had like a big open window, huh. and I I looked over at Brad and he's sitting there kind of like looking back and forth for a window, and I was like, well, screw it, it's now we're never. So <laughs> it's my bowl, I yeah, I didn't yeah. <laughs> I didn't range it because I just kind of looked and I was like, man, he's not forty yards and he's not twenty, so <laughs> put the thirty. <laughs> Put the thirty pin on him and uh, shot him, and uh, I don't know. I, f- I just felt solid, and uh, I watched my luminox because I was sh- shooting the luminox and mm. the light nox, and I watched it disappear. And it just sounds like you know shot a pumpkin that boom, yeah. sound or whatever. And uh, that bull tore off with his cows, and uh, Brad looks over and he's like, "Yeah, good." Like, and I'm like, mm-hmm. "I don't know." It felt, <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things where you you, you want to say you're confident, like right. that stuff happens. So yeah, um, we went up, just kind of like, oh, all right, we need to try to see, find my arrow or something. So we kind of looked, and uh, Brad's like, I'm just gonna walk down the trail and uh, check for blood and stuff like that. And I'm freaking out at this point because I'm like, dude, I should be able to find my arrow if I missed or if if it's still yeah. in him or what. But uh, after like a couple minutes, I was like, all right, I'm going to go find Brad. Cause it's, <laughs> it's dark by this point. And I'm like, I'm going to go find him and tell him that we should, you know, go get people to come look for it. So I went down the trail. Um, and I looked up in front of him and he had only, you'd only gone like what 20 yards or so walking the trail. And I looked up about 20 yards in, or 30 <laughs> yards in front of him. I just see this like tan, tan butt. And I was like, dude, I was like, what is that? He's like, that's your bull. And I'm freaking out. I'm, I'm expecting him to like jump up and run away or something like that. Brad got to ex- watch me freak out a little bit and stuff like that. But uh, he ended up just being dead. 
Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> He's like, are you sure it's dead? And the bulls, um, I'll do an impression. It looked like this. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's dead, man. Let's get down here. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was uh, freaking out, but I was I was so happy. It was crazy. But yeah, double, double long, uh, smoked a rib on the other side, so it wasn't a pass through, but it, it did the damage. And he, he went, I don't know, 50 yards. Yeah. And you're shooting a heavy arrow. Yeah, I what, am. What's your arrow? Uh, I'm shooting the um, FMJs, and then full grain is uh, 6'11". So, like, <laughs> really, really heavy. I'm surprised the you one, didn't get a pass through. The one the 125 uh, tip, or the broadheads. Yeah, the Viper trick. Yeah, the Viper trick. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't get a pass through. That's impressive, though. 75 grain brass inserts. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, I would have guessed all day long that you had to pull that out yeah, of a tree I, or a stump. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so he went 40, 30 yards. Yeah, yeah, I mean, 40, 50 yards, and then uh, got to him, and we're like, sweet, and then look, and less than 150 yards from the skid road, <laughs> which, is, which is sweet. We just need to hunt around skid road tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I <often>. know. <laughs> it was uh, – you, you had uh, – yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to give too much – idea of where where you guys were at but you had roads above and below yeah 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 that mountain right there holds some monsters and it's awesome to hunt because there's a road literally every like every finger has a road on it yeah. so huh. and the cool thing about it is no one hunts it except for us so. <laughs> yeah, apparently yeah I secret d- spot yeah. yeah um i mean it's it's a great area but yeah we'll get into that off off of the air because it's it's uh it is hunted but not not bad it's it's very low like i i very rarely ever see anybody up there like no clear cuts <laughs> <laughs> that's all i will say there is no clear cuts so, so you called me i'd taken two guys out that night uh, my buddy rj and a guy named chris um almondinger i hope i didn't pr- like butcher his last name is that how you pronounce his last name i have no idea oh, i don't know i didn't know if you guys knew him anyways a couple cool guys and their first year bow hunting and stuff and and uh, took him out to a spot and we had um, four bugle, four bulls bugle, and one chuckle right below us. And then, so you called me, mm-hmm. and like, "Hey, how'd your night go?" I'm like, or something like that. I'm like, "Dude, I had a great night. Like, I had this. Here's where we were at. We got like, they were so stoked." And I was like, like talking up how great of a night. And I'm like, "How's yours going?" And like, oh, it kind of got skunked after we saw that first one this morning, and then um, it starts going on and on. And then I got one. I'm like, "What?" <laughs> Well, that, was, that was like, I was like, Brad, as soon, as soon as we got back to cell service, he's like, all right, you got to slow play it. Like, <laughs> that was Brad's idea. Yeah, it was Brad's idea, which, which sucked. Cause oh. I had such a good, like such a good story for him to tell you when he called you, Yeah, but he, he went up ahead, which we'll get to that later. But it was, it was funny. I was, I had a yeah. penny and I had it like all planned out. Oh like, yeah. We yeah. were like, Brad better say this and this. Yeah. <laughs> it was, we thought it was going to be cool, yeah. but. I don't know. It he like worked s- out. So he then sprinted up back to the truck. So I had to go call in sick for work. I had to be at work in two hours. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I called called uh, you and and uh, then called Tanner and I, you guys were coming off the mountain too, weren't you? Yeah, I, I had just yeah, I was about halfway down when you called me. Yeah, we were all out hunting. I think that. Yeah, night. yeah. So it, it worked out. It worked out super. You earned. You, you you freaking worked your butt off for that bull, dude. Like again, how how much did you hunt? I I went out 
So I was out every uh, – I, I work four ten, so I was out Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, <laughs> and usually Monday mornings because yeah. I didn't have to be at work till 4 in the afternoon. And then I did a couple crazy stupid, like, sleep an hour, go hunt for the morning. Yeah, with go, me. Yeah, go straight to work. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I can't really put a number on how much I was out, but I was out every chance I, I yeah. had. So. I did one two-hour sleep night, and I slept. That I didn't even go out that evening. I was like, I'm like, I'm a pussy. You had, you had a bad, bad day that day. day. <laughs> that was a bad day for you. In that was a bad, that I'm, was a bad I'm day. I'm pretty sure if if I looked at it, I was awake more of elk season than I was asleep. Like, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Can sleep in October. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or can he? <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot your rifle. Yeah, hunting. I was yeah. going to say, I got a deer tag now, so I'll sleep next oh, year. Oh, man. I, wait, when I found out you got a bull, I was like, dude, hell yeah. Like, out of you or Brad, I, it's hard to tell who worked harder this year. Like, it was insane. So um, that, that leads us to Brad's bull. And uh, so walk <clears throat> us through that one. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> second to last day of season, we got a Penny and I found a bull bugling, and well, we didn't know if it was a bull or. A, a I guy think it was a first. bull. There's yeah. a lot well, of elk sign in there. We decided it was a bull. It could have either a bull or a really good collar, one or the other. <laughs> I mean, but there's just so much elk sign in that area, and it never, you know, never made it work. So that night, I think I got a hold of James and made a plan. He's like, man, he's like, uh. I'll go out and locate for you, see, you know, cover some ground. And if I get a bugle, I'll end up calling you. So, uh, that's what happened the next day. We went out, went to that spot that I had in mind and nothing was talking and just so happened to have service. And James, you know, I, I can't remember. Do you call me or text me? I think he texted. Oh, I, I texted you, you the first time. I think you yeah. text me and said, Hey, I got a bull over here, uh, bugling, which, like ninety nine point nine percent sure it's the same bull we had bugle yeah. that morning. Yeah, the well, because killed yours. Yeah, the day we killed the, that bull we spent like the first half a day, mm-hmm. the day I killed mine looking for. I stood the exact same spot, bugled the exact same way, and mm. he and he sounded exactly in the same spot. Which where it's at, he could literally like turn his head the other way or up a different canyon you never hear him really you know it is such like a small pocket you know it's crazy interesting huh so yeah penny and i bombed down there and met up with james and you know we got right to it we went down relocated him and checked the wind wind was good so we dropped down into the draw and he ended up being on the other side of the draw so we actually had to cross a nasty little rock ravine and uh sounds like the coast yeah, it was, it was gnarly, and we got up on the other side, and, uh, you know, James, I told James to bugle, and he, he did, and I heard a bull bugle way at the top. I'm like, that bastard's trying to, you know, take his cows and leave, and as soon as I said that, um, that bull chuckled, and he's like, right, right in front of us. I'm like, oh, crap, that's a different bull up there bugling <laughs> on the hill. This bull's right here, huh. and, uh, you know, that bull comes there's a flat bench above us and I think it was, I think I ranged it as like 35 yards above us. And this bull comes down. I see these ivory tips coming. I'm like, dude, that thing's, that's a nice bull. And, uh, he ends up looking down right at me and Penny and had us pegged. And James was like 20 <laughs> yards to our right. And, uh, you know, I was giving James this signal to call and, 
he called and would rake and that bull ended up stepping out in an opening, but I still didn't have a shot. You know, I had, I needed to move about five yards to my right and uphill to have a shot. And, uh, the bull up that was, that was bugling up in the, up at the top bugled. And when that happened, that the bull looked up the hill, which gave me an opportunity to, to move that bull's looking up at the hill. So I just freaking made the move and drew back and shot for 30. And then the bull kind of disappeared and ranged my, my shot after, you know, a shot and it was 30.5 yards. And I, <laughs> I knew, knew it was a good, good hit. And, uh, still pretty skeptical, you know, I, everything felt good, but like I, I was telling those, these guys, I, I swear to God, I black out when I shoot, I can't, <laughs> I never see the arrow hit. And they're like, where'd it hit? I'm like, I could not tell you. It felt good. Yeah. But I freaking can never see my arrow hit. I like go full retard. So, um, after this year, I'm, I'm I think I might do go back to the Knox lighted Knox again. Yeah. I don't know. It's it probably it a good was, idea. It was cool. Yeah. Like I, I liked shooting them and stuff like that. I've, yeah. I've heard, I've heard guys, um, like have problems with them and stuff like that. Like them not like them and stuff. I, like you that. know, I've, I, yeah. I mean, some of that I think is guys using lighted knocks, but they're fatter than their other knocks and then they don't widen their D loop. Just that mm-hmm. 16. Yeah. That that's the stories I've heard is a couple guys talking about, uh, their their shaft like popping out yeah and, and then the and knock's the, still, the knock's on, still yeah. on there and and yeah. i t- one of the guys i talked to at work he said uh he lost like he missed an opportunity on a giant bull because of that and so he was like i'll never use them again and i was like well <laughs> it's not the knock's fault yeah i know <laughs> so i i liked them this was the first year i've actually well i think i tried i used them for deer last last year i think huh no, I think no. I only used those for the 3D shoots we did. Mm-hmm. So this was the first year of actually using them, hmm. and I liked them. It was cool. Hmm. When you and you, uh, so you shot at 30. Yeah, shot at 30, and the bull was like on a flat bench. It was a steep shot too. So uh, you no, said I, uphill too. Uphill. I felt good about the shot, but you never know. So we sat there for 45 minutes, and uh, finally, you know give it some time i walked up there and found my arrow complete pass through and the arrow was in full tack broadhead looked good covered in blood and i just kind of walked up the trail a little ways and he just piled up there probably went like what, what 40 yards uh, yeah i paced it out at like 40 yards really so. i don't think you broke a rib uh, i'm pretty sure you didn't break a rib going through but that kudu was like perfect condition it like, was you it could looked good. literally sharp like not even sharpen it and put it back in your quiver and be ethical like it you couldn't even tell it was shot no it, it looked perfect yeah i mean everything is actually kind of threw me off when i saw that i'm like Man, yeah is this good or bad because i've never had a complete pass through with the arrow just looking flawless yeah that was that was because i've shot a few animals with kudu and they were always dinged up or something afterwards but yours was like flawless i'm like man you must have just went right just went right between the ribs yeah yeah and it was slightly quartered too because he came out um, like right in that pocket where my arrow went in on my bull, like right, right in that triangle. It was a great shot. Yeah, right through the heart too. Like James yeah. called that. I'm like, I don't know. And then when we, when we found the exit, I'm like, okay, maybe it is possible. And then uh, yeah, James like, yeah, well, we hit that in the heart, and then we tear, tear the heart out of there. There's a big slice in it. I'm like, I'll be damned. <laughs> yeah, got lucky. <laughs> <laughs> 
But uh, and that was another easy pack. And yeah, and, so we initially thought it was going to be a crapshoot, and then uh, they just so happened to have that road up above us. Yeah, we were looking at Onyx, and I was like, "Man, this is going to suck ass." And then <laughs> yeah. it ended up being not bad at all. Again, at probably 150 yards. Yeah. Out of all the bulls, that was the biggest shit show for uh, quartering it out. And oh yeah, yeah, the knives. I you get, Garrett was just. I stabbed myself. There's my wound. Oh no. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, I mean, it's deep. It does. It doesn't do it justice. But um, <laughs> I opened my freaking fat mouth earlier in the year. I think on Anthony's bull or somebody's bull. And I'm like, I haven't cut myself in like four years. And then so I'm like doing something with the ribs. And I'm like, F the Havilon Peranta, the little one. Yeah. F that knife. <laughs> I will. That thing can do get not, left in the woods. Do not buy that knife. I do not say that very often about products. F that knife. <laughs> That's it, my hey, bad. I bought that for him. <laughs> I, hate, I got the big one. It's much better. But you still break blades on them. And I've never broke one on an outdoor Whose edge. Whose bull was it that you ripped the blade off the knife? I uh, did that five times on one blade five times on one blade and then i broke the knife the opposite way it should like <laughs> it like okay so you know how like the knife clicks up when you have it in position i bent it to where you're like i did like an arm bar on it dude like it was like an l in the wrong direction and then you literally had to hold your finger so it wouldn't go like this when you're cutting yeah biggest piece of shit product <laughs> i have used in the woods in a long time and i'm sorry if you're a Havilon fan Maybe you're not an elk hunter. I don't know. Outdoor edge is the way to go. Yeah, I, I I'm getting upset about this. We had the Again. outdoor edge blades, but yes. we. Uh, I managed to yeah to lose the. the, <laughs> the <laughs> and it, it being like dude two days after like what two or three days after I shot my bull, <laughs> my pack was soaked in blood. Yeah. Um. So I left my pack at home. And then I shoved like a couple things in a like my shed hunting pack essentially so it's like a mini pack yeah and then i ended up leaving that in the in my car or my my vehicle <laughs> and so like i didn't have yeah. my knives i didn't have like anything i didn't have any of mine my pack had got stolen on the back well that was so <laughs> anthony's bull went easy because like all of us brought knives down it was easy right. quick and done james's bull yeah, yeah james i feel like there was so many there yeah. so well, many yeah. it's like anthony's bull is good yeah. You're sucked because I had I brought like the two knives I had. I I think I had you an outdoor had, edge. You had an outdoor edge. Yeah. You guys brought like a Havlon and Anthony had his one like pocket knife. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Because you had no pack. At that one, I had my Cabela's pack. Yeah. My, so we had no uh, really no good knife. James's <laughs> like pack or James's bull. We had like we were going downhill 15, with each bull. <laughs> Fifteen different knives. Like James yeah, yeah, his easy. was better than my bull. Yeah. Say, I Brad's. actually I had my pack. Yeah. Like set up for my bull <laughs> and actually had it with me. You know, yeah. big surprise. I prepare for all this yeah. stuff and then usually don't even have it. So mine know. and Brad's bull were the shit shows. Mm, yeah. yeah. I'd say you Brad's it, was me. definitely the, Dude, Brad's, the biggest we, we shit We did that whole bull with a mini Havilon. A mini. <laughs> it was so like one of those moments when you just know you shouldn't <laughs> talk to somebody and that somebody was definitely Gary. Uh, he was like, this knife, I swear. Right. I mean... <laughs> I could get and I could go on another rant about the Havilon. I won't. But the knife I liked the most was that little outdoor or no, it was a Benchmade that Ulu looking one. Dude, that thing is so sharp. Sharp, dude. dude Holy it'll, crap! It'll still take hair off my hand. Yeah, and I've always been like worried about that at the altitude since the bro guys started using it. That is a legit knife. I wasn't honestly. I wasn't super impressed. I was more impressed with the Ulu one. I, I honestly, I was. I expected a lot more out of that knife. <laughs> 
and I I would that that Ulu knife. I'll buy your altitude from you. I bet you will. (laughs) (laughs) It makes me makes me want to get an actual non-replaceable blade knife just to carry because the replaceable blade knives failed when caping. Like they don't go through the hide and and zip the hide like at all. But those Benchmades, it was like a zipper. It was yeah, way it was, easier. You could actually the like, quality of the steel and the sharpness made a difference when you're caping, like cutting the actual hide. It's a nightmare with the uh, outdoor edge or the Havilon Peronta. I think was probably sharper than the outdoor edge. Easier to zip the skin, but that outdoor edge is not good for coming down the skull down to the back. It was a pain in the ass. Sketchy. Yeah, I scared. I think I scared Tanner when I did my bowl. Dude, I'm like standing there, I'm watching, and it was more like I like saw and then come straight at my face like every time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I literally actually stabbed myself this year. It wasn't even a cut, so we'll see. It didn't get infected. I went home and cleaned it out and everything. It'll buff out. It'll right? buff out. Yeah, but um, so that made bowl number four. On Brad's bowl and um, on the last day of season. That's too, right. I don't know if you ever. Yeah, last day. Of, last day of season. I had to work at four, and I think I yeah. aired at what twelve thirty. Mm-hmm. So I had to hike out and call in sick to work, which the boss was <laughs> kind of pissed off about. But is he a hunter? No, uh, I told him I'd give him some jerky, so maybe he'll. <laughs> that I the, my think I think my favorite part about that bowl is that James didn't even have a tag, and he's like out doing his own thing looking for another bowl and then it worked out like he repaid the favor kind of thing yeah like, that was that was that cool. was that was, so, cool. that was something you're like oh it'd be so cool if, that's a good if hunting we, partner. We, if we'd be able to like you know make it work and it actually like the plan actually worked out like that was <laughs> that was the i like the idea was like yeah i'll go locate a bowl yeah yeah it actually worked that's pretty freaking cool the, the thing about this group this year is that i feel like there wasn't any duds everybody you know i i would feel good trading information packing somebody's bull out with them you know helping them or having them help me and not have to worry about you know anything mm-hmm. i felt like this was a really solid group of guys this year and i've never had this before where um usually i'm pretty i'm kind of like brian pretty tight with my information like i'll tell you a general area to go like you know maybe loon lake and maybe give you a road out loon lake or something um but that's I'm not like, oh, yeah, go out this road, go out here, bugle here, then go out this road, bugle here. And then if that doesn't work or if you get a bugle, then you go – I'm not like that. But with this group, I felt like – (laughs) well, Brad and I were kind of – I was kind of feeling Brad out, and I'm like, okay. And then um, we were talking, and Tanner and I and Shelby and Megan went out. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of uh, rubs off the side of the road, and I'm talking to Brad. I think I was talking to you. And then you're like, uh, was it here? I'm like – yeah and then you're like was it like here here i'm like yeah that's the road and i'm like was there this in the road and you're like yeah yeah that's that's the spot i'm like yeah i'm like yeah that's where we went (laughs) and so i'm like oh don't worry i've been hunting that area for you know he's like no (laughs) and so after we figured out well we're just hunting the same area it's the weirdest thing too because me garrett and actually another guy the guy i sold my exo pack to chad literally hunt the same spots like to a T and I've never seen these guys till this year. It's a weird, we must just drive circles around each other every year. I'm like a ninja. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm so thinking I, about going incognito next year and freaking driving like a car or something. Yeah. Uh, be looking for the black truck. Dude, I got a freaking on point sticker in the back of my truck. I know. It's like, man, I'm like a, might as well wear a caribou 
Care Bear outfit out there, but uh, the uh, <laughs> the so after we figured out that we kind of hunted the same areas, I started loosening up with the information, and then it just kind of snowballed into like let's talk almost every day and, mm-hmm. and tell each other what we're seeing, what we're finding. So if you have a shitty day and I have a shitty day, I don't feel like a shitty elk hunter. Like I feel like okay, maybe that's normal, you know. Yeah. And that really actually helped me hunt harder when I know everybody else wasn't doing good. Um, I'd keep going after it. I'm like, okay, it's not me. You know, it's it's the elk, most likely. Mm-hmm. And uh, wh- how did you guys feel about this whole group thing this year? How'd it go for you guys? I like it, man. I would actually enjoy hunting with you guys next year. I thought yeah. it was – I'm like – it's always been – so I hunted with my dad for a long time, and we're, our styles are a little bit different. I started strictly just calling, and that's how I've had my success. And they're – they call a little bit, but they're more of the spot – a spot and stock kind of guys. Mm. And, uh, I just, I don't like it. I strictly like calling. And so me and Penny just kind of branched off on our own and, you know, we did pretty good last year and, uh, you guys killed it last yeah, year. Two big bulls. Yeah. Penny's bulls. Penny was, a, big. <laughs> Penny was so funny on my bull. She's like, Oh, that's a really nice bull. It's so big. I'm like, wasn't your bull bigger last year? She's like, Oh, well, you know, maybe a little. I was you like, you got to stay humble. I'm like, it's okay. You killed a giant last year. You can say it's bigger than mine. I'm like, I'm not one of those Just guys. FYI, it was for a all big you bowl. guys taking your wives or girlfriends out, <laughs> don't ever leave your bow in the truck. <laughs> <laughs> or do. Or do. <laughs> Yeah, she killed. You smoked that thing with a diamond infinite edge. Yeah, diamond infinite edge. Uh, John Rains actually set that bow up for me. (laughs) Gosh, in 2016, I was like, I had like fear of missing out. Brad was going like all the time, and I'm like, if I want to see my husband, I'm gonna have to just like join. (laughs) And so I just like had a tight budget. John set that bow up for me, and then last year I was like, I'm just gonna use what I have and. That's it just another, so happened to be that. Another weird thing about that bull, that was an early season bull. Was that it? was a third day of season. Yeah. So I've. Yeah. That's, that's when I killed cool. that bull last year was third day. Yeah. Yeah. That's that was a good day. I, I, yeah, I honestly good. think, you know, early seasons can be effective, but yeah, I mean, the rut's definitely the best for us, but it seems like that first week's also really good. Yeah. I, I mean, I, there was bulls. I was, I was getting guys, Tanner was one of them guys calling and texting dude i got bulls bugling like two weeks before season a week before season i'm like oh, okay well, yeah i've had that happen before you know like mm-hmm. been a few years but I've, I've had screaming matches with bulls um that i'm like well, that's crazy you know like what are you doing i just threw out a cow call just because i wanted to hear myself cow call and then you're screaming at me mm-hmm. yeah my bull um last year he came in fully silent so huh. that was crazy being a first time uh bow hunter you know to turn around and just see a giant, a giant <laughs> elk just like staring at you 40 yards away did you guys and, ever tape him no um like videotape or like put it measuring oh, tape. Oh, yeah we about had videotaping. No, no we we had it scored it went 297 297 <laughs> jesus christ that was not counting the double tiny that is so that that was <laughs> a giant first year Having an elk tag, right? Yeah, yeah. That well, I had had like the um art or no, not archery um rifle tag the year before, and um I think we went out one, one day and I looked at Brad and I said, "That's it, I'm gonna bow hunt." Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I did, there were so many people and I was cool. like, "If this is what 
elk hunting is no offense to anybody who like rifle hunts elk but i was like this is not it like i want to get like up close and personal so that's yeah. awesome killing that big of a bull for your first bull. talk about the royce dude uh, yeah, right. yeah yeah exactly <laughs> like you're ruined yeah like, like yeah, try topping that's, that's gonna be tough I was like dude i tell my way to break the ice way to like like a phantom you disappeared from the oregon coast showed up with a giant like was he's 317 bull over there like two three days later it's like what what you you left town what it's like jesus dude well as he told me when he was on anthony he's like yeah he's like i've got this spot with bulls i've been seeing i got another spot with bulls i've been seeing i got one more spot where i'm kind of seeing them but i'm gonna go over east and i've never even hunted this area i'm gonna go give it a try and i'm like you're an idiot he called that too he said i've got this spot over here i found it on onyx there's no roads and there's got to be bulls there. And he took him, I think, the second day he stuck mm. that bull. That's crazy. Yeah. Cool. We're going to have him on the – we're going to actually do a swap cast or uh, whatever you call it, a collaboration. commingling collaboration. Yeah. And uh, we're going to talk about that bull and stuff. But I want to get the scoop on it because that's a pretty cool thing to go over to a spot you've never been and, and have complete confidence that you're going to find elk and then smoke a 317 on the second day. Jeez. So, but um, so, yeah, I mean – I, I'm totally down to do this thing again next year. And for guys that that are thinking about maybe opening up or, or trying to get, like, a crew together, we had how many guys? We had six, right, at the beginning. Then Royce left us. Yeah. Uh, Anthony tagged out. Anthony well, became a flake. <laughs> Anthony flaked on everything. Got yeah. Penny as well. So that's, what, six right there? Yeah. yeah. Seven. I don't know. I think it's a good idea because you're covering more ground. Yeah. I mean. It, it keeps your hopes up, too. Like, like right. Garrett was saying, you hear from somebody else and you're like, everyone's like oh yeah i had a bummer day and you're like well i had a bummer right. day too i'm not a loser you know okay like last yep. last year um <laughs> i am a loser but <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's let's not go that far uh i mean like it was like last year like pretty much tanner and i always hunt together so it's like we'd go out and we're like oh we didn't see any elk or we did see elk <laughs> or like you know and, and like last year i i gave up i really did like Second to last weekend of season last year, I slept in, stayed at the house one Saturday. Like, I don't know. I got, I got beat up and I was, I got my hopes up way too high. And then I didn't have like really any success at all. And, and, uh, so this was cool because you have people like actually killing stuff that you trust. And then you have people that you trust and then you have like, Help packing out. Help yeah. packing out. But, <laughs> that's the that's biggest thing. But just learning, yeah. like learning stuff. I mean, yeah. I learned more stuff from Brad the day I killed my bull than I had in the last like three years. And then to turn around and use that like two days yeah. later and, yeah. and help him kill uh, he like did that bull. Super awesome too. It was like <laughs> he came in so clutch. It was just that's the coolest awesome. thing to witness. Well, really. that was so the day after James killed his bull, uh, me and Brad both went out the next day. And you took those guys out again. Uh-huh. And that day, you guys all had really good luck, and I didn't go out because I had to work. Next day, I went out, bugled, checked a couple of good spots I knew, and nothing. I was like, okay, this sucks. But I was like, bro, I'm stupid. <laughs> yeah. I texted you, I'm like, hey, you have any luck? And you're like, no. I was like, okay, I don't feel as bad. And you're like, Brad didn't have any luck. I'm like, okay, thank God. I don't yeah. <laughs> like, there, right. there, there's a chance. The thing I liked about it is because Brad and I pretty much hunt very similar. He hunts one drainage over that I haven't really hunted that much. But outside of that, it's like 90% similar. And so if I can text him, James, you, I've showed you guys most of my spots. 
Um, and then I, I trust you guys to hunt them proper. And, and I've heard you guys call. I've had, you know, if you guys don't get an answer, I wouldn't have got an answer either. I'm convinced. And, and, uh, so I know if you guys hit those spots up and you guys didn't have any success, that just saved me two days worth of looking. And now I can go find another spot or hit another spot that could hold it up, hold the bowl that day. And, and that to me, getting rid of those, um, that that downtime where you, in between elk, you're getting rid of that more than than usual for the days that they are bugling. But and that to me was the most. It was more, it made me a more efficient elk hunter. I yeah. guess that's the way to put it. Well, that's like back to your question about like what we thought about it was like. So I think we all started like really hunting together the third week of season after R- Anthony's roughly bull. after well, I mean, Anthony's like, bull. But we, we kind of did, but we yeah. really didn't start hunting hard together until like that's true a couple weeks later. Yeah. It's like if we would have hunted all season together, I think we all would have been done like by fourth week. Well, yeah, I actually I didn't intend on really hunting with anyone, but I met James up on uh, on the one road on the system. One, yeah, yeah. I, won't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I, met, I saw James Park, and I'm like, you know, I I just helped pack out Anthony's bull, so I'm like, I'm gonna stop and see what he's doing. Oh yeah, and that was that was the day I, I kicked had it, kicked it off with this. I'm like, man, he's a cool dude. Yeah, I know. I, t- I actually gonna, told Brad that day. I was like, "Hey, maybe we should like open up our like hunting like." <laughs> well, that that was the day I had a bull bugling <laughs> in the same drainage that Anthony killed his, and I was like, "I'm mm. not going back in there by myself." <laughs> <laughs> right. And I was also like, kind of hoping in the back of my head, like, "Please don't shoot a bull down there," because yeah. because he was even further down the ridge than Anthony's. That was. has to be the same bull Bubba had going. I almost that almost big gu- five, or almost, was it was a good five point. Almost guaranteed, yeah. yeah. It was on the same ridge. Was it was it on the same on ridge? Literally system? the same ridge, but like two hundred yards farther down, three hundred yards farther yeah. down. Yeah, and yep. see, and that's the thing is, <laughs> I just Crazy. never could. I mean, we went in there the next day, and I never could get him talking again, but. Yeah. But looking back, I was like, man, I'm I'm happy I didn't. What sucks about that spot where Anthony killed his bull is I was telling Anthony this on the way up. I was talking up this spot like, no, I'm like 75% of the time I get a bugle from here. Doesn't matter what day. And so we go up there and we didn't get nothing. And then till the very end of the road, I'm like, oh, thank God I got saved. We got a bugle. <laughs> and then uh, you go in there, get another bugle. And, and um, it's just, that's just a shithole. Like I've gotten bugles plenty of times and just walked off and moved to the next spot you know like I, I was hunting by myself for many years like i didn't have anybody and you're not getting a bull out of there by yourself no that's why i turned around the one day because yeah. i because i had him he wasn't actually like too far much further and i could hear him down there but it was just the fact that i was yeah. like and he was on like the right side of that ridge system's pretty good yeah it sucks <laughs> the left sides you you're you're Take a knife and a fork and a plate down there because you're going to eat them down there. You're not getting them out. Eat your way out. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, that's that's a freaking nightmare. That other left left side is worse than the right side. But um, yeah, I I really enjoyed it this year and and I'm looking forward to next year. But yeah, I think I think if if we can continue to do this, it's it's absolutely made me yeah better hunter and and I've learned from everybody this year and and I learned um like. I was always worried about like coming off and making sure that I'm like hunting as hard as everybody else or, or, you know, whatever. And then I hunt with Brad and it was the day that you had that bugle. And then we all went in after that bugle and Brad didn't have rain gear. And I'm like, I'm like, everybody's like offering Brad like gear. And he's like, no, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah. It's my fault. I was, (laughs) 
He's soaking wet. Well, I, I'm just worried. Like, I'm like, don't complain. It's raining. You have rain gear. I'm like, don't be like a big pussy here. And then I'm like, Brad's soaking wet. Doesn't have rain gear. Doesn't give a shit. Like, this is the Santa Claus <laughs> of the Oregon coast here. Like, man. Uh, and so hunting around Brad, and like, I'm like, I need to toughen up a little bit because this guy doesn't give a shit. Like. <laughs> He doesn't complain. I might break down and buy some beer. <laughs> <laughs> that was <laughs> Well, now you know it again for Christmas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And really not big. apparently another Havlon. Um, if you do, I, I <laughs> just call me to help pack. I, I don't, I'll bring my own knives. Yes. Trust me. Um, but yeah, that, 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 I enjoyed watching Brad, like, not give a shit. Like, just whatever it did, whatever it needed to happen, he was willing to do. And that's when I, like really started respecting Brad a lot as just a hunter it was like not having the rain gear, but hunting anyways, hunting harder than, and more consistent than anybody else in the group. Maybe, maybe as hard as James here. Um, just as consistent or more consistent than me. Cause I was only going the evenings after work. You took off the whole freaking season. Yeah. I, well, let's see the last two weeks I took off. I mean, it, it's a lot of work to get these bulls mm. down, you know, it's not like I'm going out there once or twice. It's a dedication. I mean, it's two weeks of solid, getting it yeah in unless you're anthony go out twice yeah true <laughs> we don't talk about it you had a good guy right yeah yeah right <laughs> that's why i think a lot of you know what is it seven percent of archery hunters are successful something like I, that. I really think that has a lot to do with it. a lot of guys are weekend warriors i mean it unless you're lucky i mean it takes some time to figure figure them out and get them you know get them down it, it takes a lot of of they're not here they're not here they're not here and if you're not doing that like every day and then you don't figure out what those elk are doing like when you guys bumped that herd you like it's okay a lot of guys would have been like ah shit i just bumped a herd back to the truck i think a lot i think that happens a lot mm -hmm. and that just you know to me speaks volumes about you know you as a hunter there i i just really respected the fact uh, the santa claus the the rain gear and then just knowing the elk behavior just it, it sold me on hunting with you and, and i'd love to hunt with you guys more yeah uh, but uh definitely have to next year it'd be fun yeah yeah and especially for bears yeah yeah i'm looking yeah. forward for dude bears. we're set up for bears this year now <laughs> we're gonna have like four 1200 yard guns <laughs> with us by then probably yeah <laughs> but uh well i i had a great time podcasting with you guys is there anything anybody wants to say before we wrap this thing up and we're going on an hour and 36 minutes. Yeah. But, uh, well, yeah. Well, if I had a beer, I'd say cheers. Actually, there's a pale ale for you. <laughs> Why, thank you. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> what what show is that? Oh, I'm just going to um, – what, what movie is that where he's trying to, like, work in an ad while he's talking to somebody? Oh, it's uh, My Booty Sweat. Yeah. Tropic yeah, Thunder. Tropic Thunder. Yeah, I'm yeah. just going to do that with the tag okay. down. I'm just going to have a little bit of my <laughs> – tagged out ale here <laughs> oh if the foam that's Born one thing about the tagged course. out ale it likes to foam <laughs> yeah i didn't shake that one up at all but um yeah thanks for a great year guys and uh thanks for coming on to the show and um we still have blacktail season coming up for rifle um taking uh cody out tomorrow for whitetail blacktail and uh, we still have one more elk tag two two more elk tags Megan's got tag one too really so we still have two more elk tags Bow, mm -hmm. you have the bow tag. Mm -hmm. So I got two more tags to fill, and that is a fun tag, a really fun tag. We'll we'll see some elk, and I will bring the camera on that one. So, but uh, all right, guys, well I appreciate it. See you on the next one. 
All right, guys, that's this episode. Thanks for tuning in. So if you can, be sure to go check out the YouTube channel, Garrett Weaver. Just type that into the YouTube search bar. I'll pull right up and click the subscribe button along with the bell and notifications. So when I do upload, you get notified because I do all the bow reviews and stuff like that. I got some other broadhead uh, videos coming out. And I still need to do the, uh, the video of what I'm shooting right now currently. For my hunting rig so outside of that appreciate everybody um listening to the show the last episode that it was like a month and a half since i had downloaded and um that last episode did really well and and just really look forward to people hanging out and waiting for me to upload again so outside of that uh, i will see you guys on the next one bye